Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to the Hebrew Congregation, episode 128, 128. We thank you for logging on. We pray that everybody's having a wonderful day. As you can see, my background changed a little bit. I am in San Francisco, California. Yay! <laughs> Zion, my grandbaby turned one today. And so uh, it's just a blessing that I'm here. And, you know, a, a lot of times when we're younger and we say, oh, you know, 50 people are old. Well, I'm there. I'm the grandma. I'm the Madea. And so I just thank God for uh, giving me an opportunity to spend time with my, my son, my daughter-in-love, and Zion. So we're going to have a wonderful day. We got some um, activities planned today. And so um, it started early for him already. He's taking a nap right now. So, <laughs> And so, uh, Akota Lisa, I wanted to send this song out to you uh it was on her heart this week so i wanted to play this song uh, the presence of the lord is here we do not own any rights to the music oh thank you jesus can you all hear it nope can't hear it
one more time. Dr. Apostle, uh, Apostle Benjamin, would you like to uh, start us off in prayer this morning, please? All right. My Michael? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm. Our Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. 
We thank you for our health and our strength. We thank you for your love and kindness, your tender mercy. Yes, Lord. We just give praise and honor to you. We thank you for Yeshua who came, showed us how to live, bled and died, and rose of all power in his hand and gave us power and authority to destroy yes. the works of the evil. And mm -hmm. we thank you for that. We thank you the Holy Spirit dwells within us and lead us to all truth. We ask that this be a blessed program today, and we ask that you bless everyone that's on the line, everyone that will be hearing the agenda for today, and we just give you all praise and glory in Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. Apostle Benjamin Moore. I thought about you this morning. Thank you for logging on. Your, your sister, uh, Dr. Yakar, gave me this book right here. And I keep uh -huh. it and I take notes like a daily note diary when I had yeah. went to Atlanta one year and I had forgot she had even given it to me till I saw it this morning and then you logged on. So thank you for that beautiful prayer. And I thank God for the family, uh, how he's used you all. A Amen. lot of preachers and teachers and, and doctors, your mother has birth and we thank God for all of you. Thank you. And so uh, we're going to go ahead and go into our uh, our teachings, our lesson. So we know that our parashah, I didn't change the page, was uh, Exodus 1 through 6. So that was our parashah. And what is our parashah? That's our weekly study to stay on one accord. And it repeats itself every year. And so the new parashah is going to be Exodus 6 through 9 up to the 35th verse. So the new one will be Exodus 6 through 9 up to the 35th uh, verse. We thank Rabbi Afshalon, his beautiful wife and his family. We thank for all the ministers and teachers, singers and preachers and hosts that log on. Most of all, we thank you all for watching. And we thank you that you're going to get a ram of word from the rabbi today. We love you, Rabbi Afshalon Ben Yaakov. And you can go ahead and take it over. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Bokatov. Good day. Have a good day. Well, we're we're on the increase again because we're here. Oh, and, really? uh, and I, in particular, I'm thankful to be here uh, to share with you all in, in, in this word that has been passed on to us from heaven. Indeed, it is a word from heaven. Amen. For there are seven, seven things that were created before the world. And one of them was the Torah. The other one, the two important ones for me, Yeshua, the name of the Messiah, was before the creation of the world. And then the other is his word, the Torah. Without those two, you can't know the Father, you can't know the Son, and you Amen. can't know the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can't know salvation. You can't know the love of God. them. So with that in mind, I'm, I'm going to go forward and just minister the way that I was called to, to do that. You know, a lot of people think that because I did Shemekah, which is I did the ordination for to become a rabbi, a, a student of the Torah. Actually, when you become a rabbi, you, you're just a, a, a student of the Torah, right? And, and you take the Torah that you're learning and you share with other people. Um, there are a lot of responsibilities that go with accepting 
this office um, amongst the congregation of the people of Israel because we are tasked with, again, following the, 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 the commandments, right, and, and the statutes that are passed on to us, just like a lawyer or a judge in civil society or secular society. They're tasked with making sure that people adhere to the laws and that those laws, they're supposed to live by themselves. And the judges uh, apply that law in sentencing and other things. So we have a, that we are the law keepers in the community of Israel. Not the secular society, but in Israel. I'm, I'm I'm doing some I'm saying some things because this is important that you understand this that I was reading about I'm going to do this because it was Kanye West got married over the weekend I guess oh yeah I, I that, did read that <laughs> yeah and they're saying that his marriage is not legal because he didn't go through the court system that is a lie in Israel right. The court system is so they could keep a record of who's black and white, you know, to keep them keep us separate from white people and black people marrying. And and of course, it was for us actually. But in Israel, in the church, if you want to say it, they have no jurisdiction over us. So we perform our own marriage ceremonies, and we give the gets. In other words, that's the divorce. But when you go to theirs, they rule over your life. When you go to the magistrate, if you go to someone that is marrying you in, in the court system, they give them power over your marriage. So when we become Israelites, we marry under Israelite law. And we don't have to worry about their laws. And we're not even supposed to go to them. Amen. That's important that you know that. Mm -hmm. And if you just don't believe what I'm saying, read what Paul says. We're not supposed to go outside to the world courts. Correct. All right? So Paul didn't just come up with that. Paul was a rabbi, and he taught from the Torah. So that lets you know it comes from the Torah. All right? And marriage has been going on since the since men have been taking women, and there are so, different So rabbi, women. just so we're clear on this, what... what... What are we supposed to do? I know we're here in this Egypt and we go through the courts and I, I went through the courts too. So what what are what are we supposed to be doing if okay. we were in our land? Okay. And you know, it's funny that you bring this up because I was even thinking as I was driving over here, because I, I drove from Reno to California, about the multiple marriages and how if you had the LeBron James and like the Jay-Z's and all that that were allowed to do that. They could build up so many households, and I was just that just came across my mind as I was even driving over here. But go ahead. If you are a Christian, if you grow up in a Christian church, your pastor, your bishop, you have a court system. By the way, Christian church has a court system. All right, they do have a court system, and so you have to be ordained as a minister in the Christian church to give to perform marriages and funerals. It's the same way Amen. in Islam. It's the same way in Hebraics or Judaism. It's same in Judaism, and it's the same in Hebraics or in the Abrahamic faith. We have our court system. Okay, that's the court system that we go. That's where we go to. If I and and when you accept the torch and carry the torch of Torah, 
your rabbi, your teacher, you know, your law keeper is to perform that marriage ceremony. Or it should it, it'd be better if it were a priest, but our priesthood, we don't know what happened. You know, they've been kind of scattered about. So the, the, the lawyers, the attorneys, the rabbis perform the marriage ceremonies. And we have witnesses there to show that you, you were married and you sign. Do you put it's in writing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's in writing. It's called a ketubah. It's a marriage contract. It's a ketubah, right? And you sign the ketubah, and then the witnesses sign. You have a place for them to sign. That's what makes it legal in our court system. Has nothing to do with the secular court system, but it is legal. And no well, matter what, it kind of sounds the same though, because you have to get the document from the courthouse. You got to get yeah. it signed by your pastor or priest, right. and then you got to register it in. So, yeah. what is the difference that you're seeing that you're telling us? I the guess I'm trying to make is, it clear because it ain't. It's not clear to me what you're saying either. Difference is, we are separate from secular society. That's the difference. We have our own court system. We abide by all our court system. In the secular system. A man and a man can marry, a man can marry another man. A woman can marry another woman. That's uh -huh. the secular system. Uh -huh. But in our system, it's not so. Right. All Amen. right. Okay. Amen. All right. So so you understand that. Right. That that's and, I, and big... I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, with that's, that. that's one of the I, big I, differences. You know. I hate that that came through. It was under Obama's watch also that yeah. that was legalized, right, but right. you know, they took it from us. All right, they took what what we handed down and perverted it. That, mm -hmm. I put it that way. All right. Mm -hmm. So so you know yeah. so to to be married again, it's important to be married in church. You know, if you go to Catholic church, they don't want you to marry a Christian. But so what what's the difference? Because Christianity comes out of Catholicism. They worship on the same day. Right? The difference is bowing down to Mary. Right? That's the big difference. To me, that's the biggest difference. Bowing down to Mary. They don't do that in, in uh, the Protestant. I should say the Protestant church. You don't bow down to any. you know. But in the Protestant church, you bow down to Jesus. Yeah. In Hebraics, you don't bow to Jesus. You accept him as Mashiach, as the son of, of, of Yah, but you don't bow to him. We don't bow to him. So that differences, right, in the in our the, the in our court systems. In our court system, you're not going to bow down to Jesus. You're not going to bow down to anyone but Yah. Now, again, you give honor and respect and you believe on the word of the teachings of Yeshua HaMashiach ben David. We accept him as Mashiach if you're Messianic. But there are also Israelites that are not Messianic, that are non-Messianic. They don't believe that Yeshua is Mashiach. But still, the court system is the same because of the Torah. Yeah, we are Messianic, just to be clear. To yeah, everybody. yeah, yeah. So, so that's, a you know, that's, that's you know, that's a part of all of our, that's a part of the book of Genesis. And wow. as you go, as we're going forward into Exodus and, and, Le, and Leviticus, we get deeper into that subject. Okay. Rabbi. Yes. So in Revelations, you know, that part where it talks about the four and 20 that, that bow down and they cast down their um, 
golden crowns crying holy holy is that to that's not to yeshua is that mm -hmm. to to yah instead yes okay yes. and so the the second question is like when you know he takes his rightful place yah yahusha mashiach as um king of kings lord of lords you know when he comes on earth and he rules yeah. in yerushalayim yeah. right at right. that point does bowing happen since he is in in his plate rightful place as king or is that still a no we're still bowing to the father okay. we're not bowing to him mm -hmm. he is our leader we are all mashiach remember mm -hmm. we're all mashiach we're all anointed but we have a leader on earth and we call him what we call him hamashiach the messiah Right. He is our leader. We give reverence and honor to him, but we do not bow to him. He is to direct us and lead us to the Father. Right. I, I think I asked that because I wanted to clarify because I think that that is one of the places where yeah. a misunderstanding has come. And I know there's that back and forth, even in the Israelite community in terms of Mashiach um, being right. one and the same with Yah. And, and because there are places where he says, I am, and the Father am one. And, and the confusion of what that oneness means. Yeah. When people come to you with that, take them to, to John 17, where it mm -hmm. says, they and me and I and you, that we may that they may be one. Right. right. So if he's in the Father and we are in him, that means we are what? Sons of God. Mm -hmm. And in fact, to the world, we are gods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go back to the Psalms. Know ye not that you are gods, or you are mm -hmm. powers, but you shall die like men. He's mm -hmm. talking about us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. see we're not the creator but we are in the creator see that's one of the reasons why they sought to kill Mashiach because he was putting himself equating himself with the father in other words in relationship mm -hmm. not that he was taking the place of the father but in relationship he has the authority given to him through the father and he says everything that I say everything that I do I do because I see my father do it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You see, so he distinguishes himself from the father in the fact that his father he gets his orders from his marching orders come from on high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, and so in fact, because we have accepted his teaching, and because of the ruach hakodesh, you know you can you can know the teachings, but if you don't accept the the the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you're still just like anybody else, right? Until you are ruled by those that are led by the, the Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God or the children of God. Mm -hmm. Those that are led by the Spirit. So you can know Yeshua, but not be led by Yeshua. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, and this has to be understood. Mm -hmm. This must be understood. You can know, you can know the, as I said, I think it was last week, you can know the logos of God's word. The mm -hmm. printed word on the page, and you can say it verse by, by verse, but until it's in your heart through the Ruach HaKodesh, he sent us a paraclete to dwell within our hearts. That is the anointing that you feel, or you experience, I should say, when people are anointed with the Holy Spirit and they speak the word of God. In other words, they're prophesying. Mm -hmm. When you're under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you are prophesying because everything that you do is going to refer people back to the Father, the creator of all things. That's prophecy. Mm -hmm. And it makes you a different person. And people say you're kind of different or you're weird or they'll have all these things. But that's because of the prophetic anointing that is on you, which is the, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God operating in your life as you 
Magnify the Father, creator of all things. Amen, Rabbi. Amen. Amen. Yeshua came to show us how because we had lost it. As a people, we lost it. We mm -hmm. forgot it. And our leadership were corrupt. Mm -hmm. So Yeshua had to come and open the door, give us the opportunity to as many as received him, his teaching. To them gave he the authority to become the sons of God. They were not born of the will of the flesh, nor the will of the blood, nor the will of man, but born of God. He's talking about the rule called Kodesh, not bloodline. Mm -hmm. He's talking about everyone that had accept the teachings of Yeshua, which is the Torah, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And accept the power of the Ruach HaKodesh in your life to, to guide you in the teachings of Yeshua. That's what sets us apart. That's why when you hear someone that is full of the Holy Spirit, that is led by the Holy Spirit, that is actually teaching the word. When you're teaching the word, when you're in the Ruach HaKodesh and you're expounding on the anointing by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the Torah or the Bible, people experience a touching in their soul. And not, they may reject it. They may not understand it, but it happens. Mm -hmm. It happens. So that's why you have, you can tell a rabbi or a teacher or a preacher who has been touched by the Holy Spirit. Now you can use it for good or evil. You can use it to, to exemplify your ego or you can you can submit to the Holy Spirit and, and, and operate properly. Because remember, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So a person can be sincere in the beginning and then corrupt in the end. Or he can be corrupt in the, in the beginning and then righteous in the end because the spirit operates regardless you know in 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 uh now watch this you know that esau was afraid that he was going to be killed and this is in parashah this is in, not a, it's it's in in the jasher book of jasher esau who is the brother of yaakov was afraid he was going to war he was afraid that he was gonna he was gonna lose this war and, and he prayed in the name of the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. And you know what? The father heard his prayer and answered and gave him the victory. And of course, you know what Esau do later on? He fights against Israel. Mm -hmm. Actually, he's been fighting against them all along. All the things he did against Israel, yet when he prayed in the name of the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the father answered his prayers and gave him the victory. Y'all don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Circumcision of the he heart. Circumcision of the heart. Yeah, he said, you know, he was afraid. He said, you're the my father. Father of Jacob, my brother. Of Abraham. And, and, and he's prayed in a name. Abraham and, and Isaac. And Jacob. You know, Jacob is brother. but And he prayed in the name. And he got his prayer answered. He was not a righteous man. He was unrighteous. Matter of fact, you know, oh, y'all, you, you know, see, this is parashah now. We're in the parashah, by the way. It's not in the King James, all of it, but but this is in the book of Jasher, starting in chapter 65. You know, in this, when you get into the 60s, you get into this kind of stuff. You know what? You, you know, there's this thing about the, the Hebrew Israelite who, who's always talking about the Edomites. 
how the Edomites are always coming against us, how the Edomites, and they're on the corner talking about you Edomite. Do you realize that, that uh, one of the sons of Edom was in Italy and he was controlling Italy? And who's in Italy? The Romans. And today, the, the rabbis say that the, that, that, that the people that are, are running Israel are Edomites. Hmm. <laughs> that comes from the Hebrew Israelite camp. How about that? They teach that. You know what? And they're telling the truth because you can, they can verify it in the book of Jasher. Mm -hmm. And it gives the genealogy of these people. And mm -hmm. the one that was running is Zeph. Zeph is the one that united, unified Italy. Who are the Romans? So the Edomites look like us and looks like them. Like they said, they're kind of like uh, uh, chameleons, different colors. Mm -hmm. But I beg to differ. I say Edom is a spirit and a body. But that body is controlled by a spirit man who is mm -hmm. always and continually at war for the birthright of Israel. So, so that's why I say we don't fight against the we don't fight against our brothers who are he really like that on the corner. I don't fight against them. Do that's their job. That is their job. That is their assignment. I may not agree with everything they do. I might not follow them, but that's their assignment to stir up what they're doing, and they have a, a tremendous following. Again, I may not agree with all that stuff, but. I'm not going to, you know, I, I don't know what the fathers told them to do. I don't know what he, you know, they've got a job to do. Okay. So let me go on now. This all, you know, this all, this all started talking about a marriage, right? And then get into it. But, but it, it also leads into, again, like I said, it leads into the parish hall. All right. So, hey, Rabbi, uh, yes. Sorry, could I ask one quick question? Yeah. Uh, just to clear up a misconception for me. Um, so it sounds to me like we have more in common, common with Muslims than Christianity will, le will lead on. And when I say that, what I'm saying is a lot of times I've heard, um, you know, the God of Islam is a totally different God because they don't believe that Yeshua was God. But it sounds like for the Hebrews, we don't believe that either. And so um, how do we then... How do we then take that statement of like, oh, no, that's just a whole different God that the Muslims serve, knowing that we actually, it sounds like we're closer to them than we think. Would you, how would you, like, how how do you uh, reconcile those two things, I guess, is what I'm asking. Actually, we're very close to them. They have the Abrahamic faith. And they do believe on Yeshua, Mashiach. Um, they have a lot of beliefs. But just like Christianity or, or, or Catholicism, when uh, there was a, you know, there was a breaking away uh, from the, the book, all right? So you're going to find that we are very close, but they also go to the Kabbalah stone, cobblestone, I should have said the cobblestone, mm -hmm. uh, and they go around and they touch the cobblestone. That's stone. That's worshiping stone. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. an error. But yes, we do have a lot in common, right? We do have a, a lot in common, and I and I and I, you know, depending on which um, denomination you are in Islam, because there are different denominations, and they don't get along. By the way, 
Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah, in most of Islam, it's peace. But there is also an aspect of our teachings that are warlike. And we were commanded to go in and annihilate people. Yeah. What you know, so we our hands are not clean. Okay. And and, the, and one of the reasons why we're here is because our hands were not clean. So yes, we have a lot in common with Islam. I wouldn't say we have more in common with Islam. I say we have things in both that are because they came from us. Yeah. Both of them came from us. In factuality, we didn't have rituals. We only worship the Father in spirit and in truth, which is where Yeshua brought us back to worshiping in spirit and truth and not putting all these customs and traditions on men so that we could actually worship him in spirit and truth, obeying yeah. the commandments. And all of those came from us. Again, they came from us because remember what I said before the world was created, the Torah was there. Mm -hmm. And when Enoch taught and preached, he preached eternal life or righteousness. Methuselah, the same. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rabbi. So, yes. Um, so were there any such thing as righteous Edomites in the past also? Because I've heard that, and some people even said that Job or Yao was, was one. Of yes. Those. Yes. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're not supposed to despise them or mistreat them because they are our brothers. Because again, we can't put a blanket on everyone, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, the heathens, the heathens helped us in during slavery. Mm -hmm. They helped us. They helped during the Holocaust when the Jews were being killed. Heathens helped, right? I call them heathens because they're non-believers, right? Mm -hmm. Unrighteous people help mm -hmm. you. And then they become righteous and the, they could become righteous in the end. In other words, begin to believe and obey. So, mm -hmm. you know, we can't be blanket. Okay. They have to give leeway. Can I, ask, can I ask one more follow-up to that as well, Rabbi, to that previous mm -hmm. question? Uh, so when I'm talking and I'm, you know, I'm sharing my faith with a Muslim brother, um, it's not a matter of saying like, oh, we don't believe in the same God or whatever it is. We can actually find that as a point of um, of connection and being like, oh, we don't believe that uh, Yeshua is God as well. So we share that in common. That That's a point of connection for us. Yeah, but also... When when they say Allah, Allah, right? It's it's like a um, dialect because when you look at the word Al, Allah, 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 God's powers, Allah, powers, Allah is actually meant to mean powers. Allah, Im gives it the plural. Mm -hmm. We've been taught to say Elohim, but how do you get El out of an Aleph? Mm -hmm. The first letter is Aleph. It's not an E. So how do you get an E out of A? You don't. They changed our language. So we, and, and then they say Aloha. You'll see it in uh, Oloha, right? Right, right. I was going to say, I have heard, um, there's one specific woman that I listened to, and she will say Alua, or she says Elohim. Yeah. Yeah. and stuff and I I yeah. always wondered and then when I read it the same way like you I was like well it, I it did always puzzle me that I would read Aleph and then we would say L instead you know Aleph Lamed mm -hmm. that's because they changed our language so mm -hmm. that we wouldn't find our way I'm just gonna put it out there 
they change that language. It helps. It it, it causes it, a, us to lose some of the power of our words. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you don't, if you don't understand history, you're bound to repeat it. You're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. But the word is there without you can get the you can get the Hebrew you can get the Paleo Hebrew without the vowels, right? Okay, and you can get the the correct like of the ooh, they call it a vowel, or what? Uh, uh, L is it? What do they use it? Ooh, it's a ooh for me. They call it a vowel or vowel vowel a vowel. Okay. German is vowel. Okay. Spanish is vowel. Okay. okay. But for us, it's ooh, and it's always ooh. Right. Right. See? So they change the language. Change, but it's a dialect. They change the dialect and they make it so that you got to be in one of the groups, Ashkenazim or Safadim, and pronounce it the way mm-hmm. they want it. But in ours, it's different. And it's a turn away, too, because I, when I was speaking to my mom and I was saying some of the things we were discussing the Hebrew, and she said that um she had a, she has a friend like in the um, Ashkenaz space. And she was like, he had tried to teach her before, but she said all of those Hakanas and stuff. She's like, that's, I don't like it. But then I was like, if you heard it in its original context, it would sound more like, you know, we speak actually, that's why I had chosen the Uganda's um, version of Lake Adodi yeah. because it sounded very close to like um, how we sing in Creole and stuff. Yeah. A lot of the songs we were singing right. and even, even to the beat, the musical instruments. Yeah. And I thought that that would be more of a connection for her, but I was like, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting how far, like how close that seemed, and yet how far the other version seemed. Yeah, and so yeah, so we have to, you know, there's a lot that we've lost, right? Mm-hmm. So so what our job is to, one of our jobs is to go back to the beginning. I think again, I think that one of the things Yeshua did, you know, is set us up so that we could get rid of all the traditions and customs of other people and go back to the original Abrahamic teaching. But what has happened is because we didn't know the the, the history of it, we're falling, we, we're, a lot of us have fallen back into the very thing that, that Yeshua came to deliver us from. Right. You right. know, and so he didn't want us to, he was trying to get us away from that. He said, mm-hmm. that's why I said, worship the father in spirit and in truth, not in tradition and customs of men. Mm-hmm. You see, but but we've lost again. We lost our history, our culture, our language, and so now these other people are giving us what they want us to have, mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of it is good. But once we get the, the here's the deal. Once we get that's that's brother Biden by the way. Here's the deal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> once we get the 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 foundation foundational teachings that many times we get from them. By the way, uh, uh, Coach Daniels, uh, Coach, uh, kind of Coach Daniels, over in in the East Coast where you all are in in uh, Atlanta, you all have people uh, have in the community where you, there's so much of the original there, that, you know, there that you all have a better chance than I have in in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were up in Gary, Indiana, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'd have to. It'd be easier for me to get there, but in Houston, it's a little different. I got to find it here. But you all, it's readily available. Y'all can get that. I have, a, I have a rabbi friend over there that do he does do Hali, as you and and it's beautiful. It's beautiful Hebrew. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and uh, of course, you know, when you get the Israelite, Demona, 
part of not all of them on it, but but most of them they'll do the paleo for you, and it's beautiful to hear. I hear my cousin, he says your Hebrew is not Hebrew, you know. <laughs> you got you need to learn, learn Hebrew, you know. You learning Syrian yeah. Aramaic stuff that the Europeans have, have brought. Yeah, uh, definitely you know. the two are different. I've heard the two, oh, like, yeah. um, and they're they're different. I I yeah. find the um the paleo. I don't know it as well, but I find yeah. when I hear the pronunciation, it seems more akin to to. Yeah. 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 Our, when, you away, our yeah, yeah. Yeah. when you can strip away the vowels. Yeah. And and sound the alphabet as they are as you go into, you know, now you advanced students, you know what I'm talking about. Except for Yetzirah, Book mm -hmm. of Formations, but it talks right. about the alphabet and how to use the palatial and the, and the tongue, the dot, you know, with the teeth. And you right. see the pronunciation. It teaches that book teaches you how to pronounce and teaches you, you know, the three mothers seven doubles and the 12 elementals and it talks about that and that's 22 letters of the alphabet for and that's why i call it the book of formation how to pronounce the words right. you know how to pronounce that's important you know and and, and see so you all have that book and y'all have that information so you can mm -hmm. go back and study anytime you want to the book of mm -hmm. yetzirah in in the pdf form say well you know as those that are outside don't have what you all have mm -hmm. that you're getting and, and it's also that you can get away from the traditions and customs of men and get back to worshiping in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and so again, we get to another reason why I go back to these books that are that have been left out because they give more information and tells us how the children of Israel uh, began to get oppressed by the Egyptians and how they duped us. Can you excuse me for just a minute? Y'all can, if you want to continue, I, I need to run for just one. I'll be right back, okay? But y'all continue, just discuss it among yourselves. I'll be back because I'm going to get into this thing. I'm going to go let me, and, and I'll be right back. All right. That's fine. Mm -hmm. So from what I understand, uh, mm -hmm. we hear the word Allah. That mm -hmm. is the God we serve. Am, am I wrong in saying that? I mean, we can call him by many names, but Allah would be one of the names which we could call him by. Right. So I, it would be just the same way that it's translated in English into God. It would be like like how the English see God and it's like the powers. Right. We know it to be the powers like Elohim, Aliohim, Aluah and stuff. It's it's along that same thing. So that's the understanding and, and the revelation I had. Like once I started to realize that aspect, then I was like, wait, then that sounds a lot like, and that's why we could have like a female name, you know, Aliyah, and and you can find or Aliyah, and you find that in both, you know, Hebrew and the the Muslim space where they'll they they can name a, a female child that, and we also know what it means in terms of a sojourning to make Aliyah and stuff back to Israel. So that so when I hear like things like that that sound very similar, I, it makes sense. But then they're all Shemites or or Sep. Shemites, yes. So of course it makes perfect sense that there are things in the language that would be pretty much the same. So yeah. I was like, yeah, it, it's what what other people make of it outside without with a lack of knowledge because some people are so gung-ho to to um make the distinction so that they can say, you don't know about JC, you know, <laughs> let me tell you about JC. Everyone else is heathens. And so it's like they themselves are going after pagan behavior and stuff like that without knowing while thinking they have the gospel truth. And, and so if it doesn't look like 
I'll just put it mainstream Christianity. If it doesn't look like what we know in Christianity or, or um, Protestantism, then it's like it's all vanity. It's all sinful and it's all in error, whereas we have more error than they do in a lot of ways, especially culturally. Yes, it's interesting like how not only do you have to learn, but you have to unlearn so much stuff in order to yeah. start to really grasp this, you know. And it's funny you use the name uh, Aaliyah because I always said if I had a daughter, I would name her Aaliyah. And so it's funny that you use that name as the example. Uh, but that's a side note. But um, yeah, there's so much to unlearn as well as you go through this process because I had those instincts and intuitions early. Then you get to talking, you know, not having a community when I first started this journey. You get mm -hmm. to like discussing this stuff with Christians, talking to Christians, and they're like, oh no, uh, Jesus is God. Like, you got to believe that. And, uh, you know, uh, we talk about the Muslim faith, like, that's not anywhere compatible. You know, it's all these things where it's like, I don't know, man, I had this intuition, but I'm just not talking to the folks that are giving me, you know, the revelation or the truth on that. And so you start to be like, okay, well, maybe my intuition was wrong. Um, but then you come back to it and you're like, no, God put that there for a reason. Mm -hmm. I just needed the right uh, soil to kind of plant that seed in for it to grow. So thank right. you for that. Yeah, it's definitely a not by pipe, not not by um, might, not by power, but by his spirit thing, I realize. And because I've and and I know when to have that discussion now I've learned because when I was younger, <laughs> I saw like, you know, I always tell you that even though, you know, my my aunt may have not been um she was seven day adventist and so we know there are certain things in there that could be erroneous too it's still a, a form of christianity but um i i told you i would go just because i knew that i wanted to observe shabbat and she did it mm -hmm. and i remember like you know a vigorous discussion of dissenting ideas around the whole trinity thing because she did not you know she was like biblically this is inaccurate you know, whereas, you know, and even though she was under the title of Seventh-day Adventist, my, my aunt was always one who, where she, you know, was, she had left Pentecostalism because, you know, she found, you know, some flaws in it. And so it was more like she was more interested in getting the word of Yah right than it was about, you know, this is the religion I'm sitting under, and, you know, and, and yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of men incarcerated change over to Muslim because mm -hmm. Muslims look more as a black man, as a king, as, right. as uh, in greatness and power. Mm -hmm. When you've been arrested for basically nothing, or the police then called you an N-word and beat you down and said resisting arresting you in there, that that that's why they turn to it because it's uplifting, and that that's just a personal feeling of mine. Why a lot of incarcerated right. men go into the Muslim, uh, switch over to the Muslim faith after that. But that's a bit different too, right? That's more the nation of Islam that a lot of them end up in. And it has that male structure that does feed into the male ego and give them some pride and, and, and stuff when they've been cast down and beat down. But that's not essentially like the core Muslim, Abrahamic Muslim faith that was there, you know, like from Ishmael and stuff that that is a bit different than that. Like sometimes we can get that confused. It has elements of of it's islam in there but it's not 100 percent the same thing though well you know to, to that point though uh sister Easter, i think it provides structure and it provides discipline right I think that's one thing that like christianity and and the forms that we've seen it like there's more of a it just doesn't have like that do this do this do this uh in that very disciplined way whereas our hebraic uh faith it does have that so i think that to what you're saying if we can get this out to the people and you know whether it be in jail whether it be in community whatever it is wherever it is 
it, I think it fills that void or it fills that craving that they have for discipline. Uh, so mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying in that of like, we need discipline and we actually crave that structure and that discipline. We just haven't had it in these traditional spaces. Uh, but, you know, that's obviously changing now. Right. And the male, the male camaraderie is a part of that too. The male camaraderie with the strength, the iron sharpening iron thing is a, a factor that I've definitely seen with them. You know, even I find that part impressive in terms of they'll give them employment, but not employment in terms of them working for someone else, but them giving them the understanding of how to start their own business, to be their own man, all that kind of stuff is in there and stuff. And even I was just praying to the most high the other day and saying, yeah, I don't really know how to start a business. No one's really taught me how, you know, I I've always known from the time that I started walking this journey and, in you know, the, at the time it was just walking in the Hebrew faith, but you know, in the, now in the Israelite space that, um, doing this thing, it requires, it is better if you have your own business, but then it's like, but how do you do that? Who has that information? Our ancestors, they wouldn't equip with that knowledge. So they couldn't give us nothing they were equipped with. So we're like starting over like a whole foundation. Right, right, exactly. And still so, into mm-hmm. our, our grandchildren because our parents were under a survival mode. They were mm-hmm. under survival mode. Then they put us in these schools and they just taught us what? Line up, do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, go mm-hmm. get a degree or go, go into a factory. Taught you to be on the assembly line. Right. So right. We, we like starting over from the beginning. Exactly. And that's how it felt when I said that prayer. I was like, I don't, I know that there's a need for this, but I don't know how to do this. Let's be real. Everyone's like, yeah, start your own business. That's what you need to do with your life. I'm like, and how do I do that? I have all the ideas of things that I would love to do business-wise, but the the beginning and the basics of that and knowing how to get that to, to be a going, my business to be a going concern. Like I know all the rules of it. I studied accounting, of course, so I studied business, but putting it into practice, you know how they say there's wisdom is being able to put something into practice. Knowledge is just knowledge. The wisdom part of that. I don't have that, you know, and, and some, most people probably consider me well educated, but I don't have that. That to me is true education. And so they do give them that. My mother didn't even put her money in the bank. She used to have envelopes right. where she would drive and pay her money or, or mail a, a money order. So mm-hmm. it is it's it's sad, but that's that's where we are and we've come a long way. And we just have mm-hmm. to keep building, keep building so each gen each generation gets stronger and wiser. And that right. when they come out of school, you know, education is good, but if you can have your own business, start your own business. Amen. Yeah. It, business is taught around the kitchen table right just like right. finance is taught around the, bitchin, the, the kitchen table yeah. mm-hmm. go to college they don't really teach you how to run a business just like when you go to law school it doesn't teach you the practice of law it just teaches you the laws you mm-hmm. go to medical school you know the nurses actually practice medicine mm-hmm. right but the doctors have the knowledge right mm-hmm. and the understanding of the books so we Oftentimes we have failed in many instances, not always, because it depends on the congregation. It depends on the leader and the Mm -hmm. leadership, because there are a lot of uh, different churches uh, that do teach business skills. And and a lot of times we were having these. You remember we had these conferences, business conferences, and you go three day conferences and they teach you, you know, how to the churches were doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. I used to go to Lisa and I used to travel quite a bit when I was in ministry. Uh, mm-hmm. pastoring and, and even before pastoring we would travel to the different 
seminars and learn different things, you know, in learning that ministry is a business. And so you have to work your ministry at, like a business and you have to keep books just like a business. So that's teaching you entrepreneurship, right? And so we, again, you have to have leadership that's going to teach you those things because the Abrahamic faith is about yeah. business. He bought the, the, the cave of Macbeth, he did business. He said, right. no, we're going to yeah. write this up. We got yeah. witnesses. That's business. Right. But right. this country and, and the world, I shouldn't say not this country, but the world got together and had crafty counsel against us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Crafty counsel against us. That's in this parish, y'all. According to scripture, yeah. Crafty counsel. How, mm -hmm. we can, how can we destroy them? We mm -hmm. destroy the male, not the women. Let's destroy and emasculate the men. Mm -hmm. In this parish hall, it starts off that way. Let's destroy mm -hmm. their men. And mm -hmm. we'll use their women to do it. Mm -hmm. You don't believe me, do you? Y'all don't believe me? Let, watch this. Show you something. Show me, let, me trip, let me share my screen with you. <laughs> Y'all don't believe me. The folk don't believe me. <laughs> I know you don't believe me. Let me see. Uh, oh, my goodness. See, now, you see how it's acting up? See? See how it's doing? Mm-hmm. Don't don't want me to show y'all. I'm gonna show you though. I'm gonna do it though. Mm -hmm. Let me do this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna get it to you. Uh, we got it. This is in the book of Jasher. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm, I'm gonna show you this. These rascals. <laughs> let me let me do this. Let me just go down here. Let me see. What was yeah, I talking? I was talking about killing us, right? Okay. Uh, You're talking about the yeah, 66, chapter 66. Okay. So they had been trying to, to destroy us, right, to, to decrease our numbers. In short, they were going to decrease our numbers. So it says, when the Egyptians heard, this is in chapter 66, verse 6. It says, and when the Egyptians heard this matter, they increased uh, the labor upon the children of Israel, right? Lest the Israelites should do unto them as they did unto uh, the war uh, with Esau. I, mean, I talked about Esau a little earlier, right? They went war with Esau and how he prayed and all that stuff. You know, so against the other people, against the Africans. And so it says, uh, the children of Esau, children of Esau in the days of Hadad. Uh, so the Egyptians said to the children of Israel, hasten to do your work and finish your task and strengthen the land, lest the children of Esau, your brother, should come to fight against us. For on your account will they come against us. And the children of Israel did the work of the men of, the, of Egypt day by day. And the Egyptians afflicted the children of Israel in order to lessen them in the land. So they tried to work us to death. But they couldn't do it. You know, you know during the transatlantic slave trade, they realized that they could not work us to death. But they were working us to death. But it took a lot more to kill us. So it took the people that were in like South America. They couldn't handle the work. But we could because we are robust. We are a special people, right? So Amen. they found that the more that they afflicted us, he says, but as the Egyptians increased the labor upon the children of Israel, so did the children of Israel increase and multiply, and all Egypt was filled with the children of Israel. They're trying to kill us today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Now watch, I'm going to go a little bit further. I'm going to skip the rest. Y'all can read it later on your own. So uh, it says, now they're getting some counsel here. Down, this is uh, down verse 21 here. I think I went to, yeah, I'm still in 66, verse 21. It says, if it please the king, uh, 
let a royal decree go forth and let it be written in the laws of Egypt, which shall not be revoked. This is our constitution, by the way, that every male child, every male child, all right, born to the Israelites, his blood shall be spilled upon the ground, right? And by your doing this, when all the male children of Israel shall have died, the evil of their wars will cease because we were always rebelling against them. Transatlantic, slave trade, Mississippi, throughout, you know, uh, you know, down there in Haiti, right? Same thing, history, history. It says, and let the king do so and send for all the Hebrew midwives, they're going to use our women, right? And order them in this matter to ex execute it so that the thing pleased the king and the, the princes and the king did according to the word of Job. They're gonna use, they want to use our own women against us if they can. But guess what? Our women ain't going for it. <laughs> it says, and the king sent and had the Hebrew wives be called, in which uh, you know one of them was Sephirah, right? So it goes on. They told him to kill the babies, right? Okay. It says, but now in chapter in verse twenty-seven, it says, but the midwives feared God and did not hearken to the king of Egypt nor to his words, right? And when the Hebrew women brought forth to the midwife's son or daughter, then the midwife uh, do all that was necessary to the child and let it live. Thus did the midwives all the days. You know, when you look at um, the administrations and the president chooses cabinet, and you notice how they're, they're touting the women that they're elevating. And when they talk about the Supreme Court, they didn't talk about another male, a black male. They said a black woman. So what does that do? That kind of, it, 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 it puts the men in subjection. And, and many times, many times the women will look down on the men because why aren't you, you know, you don't have the stuff to get to get the time. This is, the, this is what they want to instill. This is a, a plot. This is a crafty counsel. You see, so all of us that are running thinking we're going to a different party, the parties are the same. They have a different tactic. When we come to ourselves and become act, become begin act like who we are, you know, they already have the fear of us. The fear is there. We know that. But the problem is many of us fear the, the wrong people. Okay. So, you know, again, this, this is history repeating itself. But let me go back again. Now, I just wanted to show you that part, but I want to go back again. Let's go back again. Okay, let's go back a little bit. So in 65, chapter 65, you know, it also talks about how the, the, the Israelites were so enslaved and how they're... When you're, when you're saying this, I, I think about like the root. If you kill the root to anything, everything else going to die. Think of a yeah. tree. You kill the root of the yeah. tree, every, everything. And the root is man. That's the root. That's what the Lord put over everything was that man. So if they can kill our, our root, which is the head, then everything around is not going to line up by how it's supposed to be or grow how it's supposed to grow. Yeah. But it's going to be lacking. Yeah. But you know, earlier. We, we need we need our men. Yeah. And in the previous discussion, we were talking about how the, the Muslim lifted up the man to make him a king. You know why they do it? Because they understand the concept that if you bind the strong man, then you could take the house. Whenever they would go in, they would kill all the men because that was the strength and that was the, that, you know, that's the bloodline. When you look at it, you know, the Y chromosome carries on. Mm -hmm. 
the Y chromosome carries on, right? But it also, the Y chromosome actually, actually has X chromosome too, so it gets some, some of the mother, but that man, that Y is going to stay there. And then and you get some. Why, that's why that last name go by that man. And that's yeah. why they say if your father black, you black. Yeah. And so yeah. So that's why yeah. they, they've always attacked our men first. Because they know that, if they do that, we're gonna struggle. Yeah. And that's the order. So mm -hmm. if they can emasculate the man, right? They can get into the household and weaken the household. So that's again, that's one of the things that the Muslims and, and the Israelite community. And in the Christian community, if you go in there, they have the brotherhood. They have different brotherhood and they have meetings, fellowship of men. I'm gonna have a brother. We got one Monday coming, right? Fellowship of men. Yeah, coming up Monday. See, right. that's building up men. That's building up men. See, it it is different forms, but there are different ways that we build each other up. The only problem is we're still in Egypt, and they mm -hmm. still have crafty counsel against us, and Correct. we have to bind bind together, right? as one man and stand as one man and stop yeah. trying to fight it alone. We can't fight it alone. We can't fight it alone. Mm -hmm. We can destroy a lot of them, but it takes, you know, us together. Now, let me go ahead and read down here a little bit, 65. This is talking about the war, you know, how they get, this is how they enslave the children of Israel. This is the book of Jasher, chapter 65, Israelites enslaved. So uh, I'm going to go down to verse 19 for the sake of time. Okay, I want you to see this. It says, whosoever, they're enticing the Israelites, okay, um, and to joining in with them. You know how they did in the Civil War when the, 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 the North was losing and they needed some, 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 some fighters, so they got these slaves, the Israelites, to come in and help them out, and they promised them 40 acres and a mule if they were fighting mm -hmm. them. You know, the English did the same thing with them and, and promise freedom so this uh what the egyptians are doing here is they they're talking about they're going to pay the israelites to help them build to fortify their cities so that when the africans come against them you know they would they would have a wall up right <clears throat> so when the, uh, or when or when esau comes what they said esau when esau comes to fight against them then they'd have you know a defense against esau because esau was actually against jacob and the egyptians Esau wanted to run the world, by the way. <clears throat> so it says now, verse 18, it says, Now therefore the king commanded us to fortify the land, to build the cities of, of Pithom and Ramses, and to fortify them for battle. You know, that's in the book, the, the movie, The Ten Commandments. <laughs> you know, so, so, so they got that. That's from the Ten Commandments. It says, If they should again come against us, it says, Whosoever of you from all Egypt, from the children of Israel, will come to build with us, again, war, North and South, if y'all will come and fight with us, okay? We'll come and build with us. We shall have this day wages given by the king, okay? So you're going to get paid. For us, it was 40 acres and a mule, right? That's how it enticed us so they could win, right? So it says, and, and it says, um, going on down, it says, and when the Egypt and the children of Israel heard all this that servants of Pharaoh had spoken that came from the Egyptians and the children of Israel to build with the servants of Pharaoh, Pithom and Ramses. But, check this out, it says, but none of the children of Levi came with their brethren to build. All of us were not enslaved that were in this country, but we all 
suffered Jim Crow and the black codes. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So the Levites were too smart. They said, no, no, we're not going to do that. They didn't get in it. Okay. So they, this is history that has been repeated and being repeated. But we lost this history. They took this book out so you wouldn't know the history of how they operate. He says, and all the servants of Pharaoh and his princes came at first with deceit, just like they did in the Civil War, to build with Israel as daily hire laborers. And they gave to Israel their daily hire at the beginning. You know, there were white indentured slaves along with us. They became overseers. And they're running, they're like your supervisors now in businesses when you go in there and they're run by these tyrants and they oversee us. So, you know, so they come in by deceit because they couldn't go hit, you know, the Israelites. They were afraid of the Israelites, by the way. They constantly were afraid. This is the whole reason they had them to do this build because they were afraid of them. That's why they were killing our children later on. It, this moves up. This is, this is moving up toward or elevating toward the killing of the male children. They did all these things and it all led up to what they were going to do. Just kill all the men. Just get rid of them. That way we can rule over them. You see, now it says, so it took, it says, at the end of a year and four months, all the Egyptians had withdrawn from the children of Israel. So during this time period, the Egyptians were backing off. And, it, and the Israelites looked around and the Egyptians were gone and they were doing all the work. And the Egyptians were standing over them, ruling them and beating them. Okay. At the end, this is verse 25. And at the end of a year, it didn't happen right away. It was gradually. It's like they say they put the frog in the water, turn it up slowly, and he don't know when he, he's getting he's killed. That's what happened to the Israelites, but it didn't happen to the Levites. It says, at the end of a year and four months, all the Egyptians had withdrawn from the children of Israel so that the children of Israel were left alone engaged in the work. And after all the Egyptians had drawn, uh, withdrawn from the children of Israel, they returned and became oppressors and officers over them, and some of them stood over the children of Israel as taskmasters to receive from them all that they gave them for the pay of their labor. In other words, they weren't paying them. You know, sharecroppers in Mississippi, they work for their, their crop, but they would say at the end of the time when it's time to pay, they said, well, you just didn't quite make it. You almost made it, but you didn't make it. That's deceit. That's how they kept the Israelites in America from owning property, by deceit. Get you out there and work you and work you. And when you couldn't work no more, they put you out in the pasture to die. That's history. It didn't start at the transatlantic slave trade. It started before. And this is the history that we need to understand to get some understanding of the methods. The methods that they're using against us today. Some people are not going to believe it. Some people don't. Just keep living. Hmm. So we're still fighting civil rights right now that we were fighting back in 65. They were fighting the Amen. 50. We're still, it's the same thing over and over again because we will not learn the lesson. The history is here in the books so you can go back and read and see the methods of the enemy. When you understand the methods of the enemy, you can know, you know how to, to keep, Levites say, oh, we're not going for it. The Levites were the teachers and the ministers. They understood the devices but the others did not, and they went along with it. And he says, 
And when some of the men of Israel, watch this, 29, the rebellions, think about this, rebellions and how they got, what they get, the militia in the United States. This is where this came from. I'm showing you where it came from. I'm showing you where it came from. It says, verse 29, and when some of the men of Israel, the men, the strong ones, the ones that watch the house, the ones that protect the family and teach the family, uh, providers, protectors, and leaders, and teachers, when some of the men of Israel refused to work on account of the wages not being given to them, then, you know, we have class action suits. We have people that want to sue their companies because they're not paying them equal pay. Equal pay. He says, uh, some of the men of Israel refused to work on account of the wages not being given to them. Then the exactors and servants of Pharaoh oppressed them and smote them with heavy blows, came in and, and put them on them, put shackles on them and stack and put them in front of the people and beat them in front of the people into submission. Toby, what's your name? Kuta Kante, what's your name? Kuta Kante, keep beating, beat him some more. And they had a slave beating Kenta Kunte. Beat him, beat him. What's your name? And they said, come on, just say your name. Just say your name, Toby, so they stop beating you. Instead of overwhelming, and, and they could have overwhelmed, by the way, they could have overwhelmed them and beat them, but they didn't know because they had been enslaved so long, they had forgotten who they were. And so yeah. it, says, and it says, and made them return by force to labor with their brethren. Made them return by force to the. Why did they do that? Because it set an example. It set fear in the other people, the weaker people, the people that didn't it put fear in them. Said, "This is what's going to happen to you." He says they, he made them return by force to labor with their brethren. Thus did all the Egyptians until the children of Israel all the days. Okay, and all the children of Israel were greatly afraid of the Egyptians in this matter, and all the children of Israel returned and worked alone without pay. That's what they did to us during the slavery days. They would take the strong men and they would they had these people they call slave breakers. And their job was to break the strong ones that rebelled, the ones that kept running. And man, that movie Emancipation was about a, a slave that kept running. They couldn't, he said they beat me, you know, but they could not break me. That's what they did. And that's how they kept us in line because of what they would do to the strong man. Bind the strong man. It's written in the scripture. Bind the strong man. That's what they were doing. That's what they've been doing. And that's what they're doing now. Go to these jobs. I was working on a job. This is an example. Working on a job. Working in the oil field. Working as an in the engineering department. Found out that the people that were working under me were working more than I was. And I went. I told them, hey, you guys I, I'm, I'm training these people. I'm teaching these people, and you're paying me less than them. I want back pay. I want my money. And they kind of like I said, I want, I want my money. I got my back pay. Got my money. Got my raise. They didn't like it. So from that day forward, they set out how they were gonna get me. Mm -hmm. oh, Just rid of you. This is true. Yeah. How are they going to get rid of it? But I'm a good worker. I, I, I knew my job. They couldn't find fault. I was there every day. But if they could break me, they never broke me. So they got rid of me because they couldn't break me. In the other days, they would have killed me if they couldn't break me. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't kill me. So you take away the livelihood. And then 
put it on the market. In other words, they call it blackballing. Call it blackballing. He is not going to submit. See, I've had people tell me, man, you need to just submit. You need nah. to call you Toby. Man, I ain't doing that. Why should I do that? I ain't doing that. I'm not like you. I am who I am. I'm not going to. If I can do the work, I'm going to get the pay. So so it's the same game. And we find people sitting on, on the street that a brother on the street can't get a job. And we look at and look down on them. No, it's because they are, will not be broken. Many of them will not submit. Many of them are in prison today because they would not submit. Amen. Many of them didn't do anything wrong except for stand up for the manhood. Amen. I'm not saying you have to rebel. I'm just under, I'm just wanting you to understand the game and the game plan. That's why we don't, that's why I say I'm not gonna down those brothers that are out there doing what they do. There's a need for brothers like that that do what they do. There's right. a need for me, there's a need for you. You be you. Like if we, like the brothers say, they say, do you do you? I'm gonna support you. I mean, I do what you do, but you do you. You are a blessing to our community. I hope I hope some of the brothers from the, the, the purple gang listening. Do you? You do you. Christian brothers that are preaching and bending, do you? Do yeah. you? I'm an Israelite. I'm going to do me. Mm -hmm. I have a part to play. You have a part to play. We're not going to fight against each other. We're not going to down each other. We're going to talk down each other. And, and, and No, we're not going to do that. We're going right. to love each other. We're going to be supportive of each other. If we find somebody straying away, we're going to correct you, put you on the right path. Yes. All right? We're not going to do Lashon Hara, the evil tongue or the evil eye against our brothers and sisters. But we're going to love each other. We're going to love them in the Torah, in the love of Yeshua Mashiach bin David. It's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Yeshua, son of David. We have the same God, the same Father, Yeshua. the Lord of us all. Let's be aware of the devices of the enemy. It is taught in the brief Hadashah, in the New Testament. Put be aware of the devices up, of the enemy. Pardon? Put your screen up so we can see. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh-oh, I'm lost. All right, now. So, so you know, it's a once you have this history, you get this history, you find out how the enemy operates, and then you look around you and see what's happening in society today. And you, you look at it and say, wait a minute, this has happened before. I know what this joke is doing. We call him the adversary. He's using these people to do his work. And this is how he's doing it. It's the same devices. Mm -hmm. He's using the same thing against us. Let's not fall for my brother. You say, don't fall for the okie doke. Or you've been, you've been what, the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, bushwhack. You've been bushwhacked. You know, mm. we used to say that. We used to joke about that when they talk about the weapons of mass destruction. Mm. It's bushwhack. You know how we, you know, we look, make up these little terms. We come with some good stuff. Them brothers, the Israelites, y'all come with some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, 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 you know, y'all, you understand what I'm saying? That we are a people. We are one people. We are a powerful people. And, 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 and he says, 
this book of the law, Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night and night, right? And in that you will make your way prosperous and have good success. Only be thou strong, right? Because if allow you to be confounded. This is what the Lord says. He says, if you are confounded, I will allow you to be confounded. That's what's happening today. A lot of us are allowing us, are, are, are confounded. A lot of us don't know because we don't know the history. And so he allows us to fall in these predicaments that we're in. Because we're confused and confounded. Because we're not, the, the answer, study the book of the law, the teachings. Study the book of teachings. Let me put it that way. Study the book of teachings. See, And then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Only be thou strong. The children of Israel were afraid. Be thou strong and very courageous. For the Lord thy God is with you, whether so ever you'll go to prosper you. Right. May the favor of the Lord be upon you. May He prosper the works of your hands. Oh, prosper the works of our hands. Amen. Amen. That's Psalms ninety, verse seventeen. Okay. Amen. Amen. Anybody have stop. any? Anybody have any questions for Rabbi Absalom? We thank you for that. That word, Rabbi. Uh, we know that it's encouraged someone and we need our men. And we know that the Lord is strengthening our Hebrew Israelite men. And, and we, we see it right before our eyes. And like he, like Rabbi said, we're not falling for the okie doke anymore. We know better. We're going to do better. And I know a lot of our, our men were incarcerated at a certain time in those seventies when they dumped those drugs out on the corner. Mm -hmm. no kid, there's this thing that says no kid left behind well some of our kids were left behind mm -hmm. we pray that if you're one of those men and you're listening you can't make up the time but you go back and you you bond with that child and you bond with those grandchildren to make a better yes. day and future for them we know yes. what happened to you but mm -hmm. we have to get past this hump we got to get over that hurdle we have to quit falling for the okie doke and move forward in love and love is an action. Anybody can say it, like the rabbi said, but is your heart circumcised? Are you changing? It's not how you started. This is how you're going to finish this, this race. And we're here to assist you in finishing this race by giving you the word of God, by giving you where you come from, Shem, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, by your identity. We know that you've switched to Muslim faith sometime in prisons because of what they taught and how you how you felt superior because you are, is in you. But now mm -hmm. we're telling you the truth. Come back to the Torah. Go get your lost children. Go get your lost grandchildren. Love them, teach them, and unite with them to make a better tomorrow, to build up our generations. And that's the seed he was planting today. Okay? And God always going to come back and water that for you. We thank you. thank you. Thank you for that word. Uh, uh, Sister Daniels, if you can go ahead and lead us, uh, close us out, please. I just, um, he was saying that um, scripture and then I just thought of that song when we were 
younger and it's like, be bold, be brave for the Lord thy God is with thee. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid for the Lord thy God is with thee. Yeah. And um, one of the songs that just kept coming to my head, it's, it's um, I can't remember her name who was singing it, but she said it was like um when we went to a concert of hers, a remake of Sam Cooke's song. But it was just that one line. Um, Better days. Better days. Better days are coming. Better days. Better days. Better days are coming. Better days, oh yeah. Better days. Better days are coming. Better days, better days, better days are coming. For it's been a long time coming, but we know all change Hallelujah. You are the King of Kings. You are the mm. Lord of Lords. Hiya. And we are the righteousness mm. in you. Hallelujah. Thank you. You have made us righteous. You sent your son to teach us the way and you have called us by your name and you told us not to be afraid for you have redeemed us and called us by your name. Hallelujah. You yeah. said that if we, oh Father, your people, which are called by your name, would humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, then, oh Yah, you said we would hear from heaven, oh Father, and you would forgive our sins and you would heal our land. Hallelujah. Better days are coming, hallelujah, if we turn to you, if we teshuva and we seek your face, you said better days would come. You said you set before us life and death, blessings and cursing, choose life that, oh, Father, we and our descendants might live. Yah, today we come before you because yes. we want to live. Thank we you. want our descendants to live, hallelujah. Yes. We mm, want, oh, God. Father, yes. better days, hallelujah. Oh, Father, we want to be 
be satisfied with long life, oh, like kingdom. Oh. We said, with long life, you will satisfy me. Hallelujah. We seek you first, mm. kingdom of God and His righteousness. Um, that all other things will be added unto us. Uh, we want Thank to walk Lord. as Yahusha walked. Hallelujah. Where we can truly say that I and my Father am one, um, and because I do the will of the Father that sent me, uh, I have all power and authority here in heaven and in earth hallelujah mm. this is the better day that we seek you for father we bless yes, your yes, name yes, yes, Lord yes. is your name righteous is your name Yahuwah. We, bless you, we bless you we bless you we bless you all yes, our soul and all that bless is within you. us bless your holy name for Ishana. there is none like you in all the heavens and the earth yes. there is no god like our god Ooh, there is no Elohim like our Elohim oh Oh God, we bless your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glorious and wonderful and majestic is the name of our most high. The righteous run into and are safe. We find safety in you, oh yeah. We find joy and peace in you, oh yeah. Hallelujah. And mercy is established even in you so that when we fall and we stumble, we can get back up again. We thank you, oh yeah. Yes, we thank praise you, oh yeah. We glorify you. Thank we glorify you. Make great through us. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
said to Moshe, speak unto Aharon and his sons and say, this is how you are to bless the children of Israel by saying unto them. Yes. May Yahuwah bless you and may he keep you. May Yahuwah cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious toward you. May Yahuwah lift up his countenance toward you, and may he give you peace. They shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I, Yahuwah, I will bless them. I will bless them. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall you be in your coming and your going. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Glory unto your name. Hallelujah. 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 We sing glory unto glory unto your name. The gifts are flowing. You touch that screen right now if you want healing. Hallelujah. Glory it's for him to offer for you to receive. Mm. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Colt, the Daniels family. Yes. The spirit. Yes. A little while on Yahweh to come into that household, he just took over. Mm -hmm. He took over. Amen. I dare you right now to touch that screen. This healing right now in the atmosphere. The skies of the heaven are open. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. I had to take a deep breath. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A gift. Thank you for the gift today. Yes. For the gift of teaching. Thank you for the gift of songs. Yes. Thank you for the gift of prayer. Yes. Thank you for all for coming on and being on one accord. Yes. God is still in the miracle business. Are y'all way? Mm -hmm. Still in the miracle business. There's miracles right now in the atmosphere. We just felt it. There's a shifting right now in the atmosphere. We felt Thank it. There's Lord. a breaking in the atmosphere. Mm. We felt it. Wow. 
Wow. Somebody got for set free. Amen. We thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I can't even turn it off right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. This is mm -hmm. here. His presence is here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lisa yes. didn't choose that song for just by mistake. The presence of the Lord is here. Yes. He is here. He is he's right there with you right now. Proud to Yahweh. You rewind this and you pray that you you rewind this and you touch the screen and you listen and you cry out. There's things gonna happen in your life. It's already happening. We thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We ask that you share this episode. We love you. We look forward to seeing you every Saturday. I I I I I just can't say anymore. It's, mm -hmm. The presence is here. The anointing is thick. Yes. Jesus. Be blessed. Jesus. Be blessed. Okay. Let it marinate in your spirit. Let it work. We'll see you next Saturday. We love you. Shalom. 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 Shalom Alechem.